0: Serling. You're listening to The Zero Hour. Rest your eyes. Exercise your imagination. Today, Kim Weiss calls strange saga of apartment living. There's a man in 211. Lyle Weidner. In a Mutual Broadcasting System presentation of... The
1: Zero Hour. Brought to you by the Ford Motor Company, Beech Nut Chewing Tobacco, Shenley Industries, Matus Wine and Kodak. This is the Zero Hour on Mutual Radio.
2: Let me take your
3: picture. I want to take your picture. What are you going to take my picture with? I, I have, have a, a camera. Kodak Pocket Instamatic camera, right no, camera
2: right here. I have a Kodak camera right here, I carry it with me all the time. I, I want have to take a way to picture. do this
3: now. So really? you ready for this, I challenge you to a duel. A duel? Uh, yes. What
2: are
3: you talking yes. about? Kodak Pocket Instamatic cameras at five paces. Ten paces. Five paces.
2: Are you tired? It's <laughs> hardly even time to get oh, wound up. Oh, you're scared. I can see your hand
4: shaking. Yeah, your head is shaking. Oh, yeah, All right, I'm going to count. You count. Wait, one, one, two, two, three, four, five, five, five. eight. Oh. No. What's the matter? You win. How come? You shot first. I shot my foot. <laughs> I'll take five prints. The
2: Kodak Pocket Instamatic Camera. You can get big, sharp, clear pictures from the camera that
1: slips into your pocket. You'll never have to leave it behind the Kodak Pocket Instamatic
2: camera. Wait, I want a rematch.
3: Of a duel? Forget it. No, come on. I'll shoot your
2: good side, all right? Uh, Let's go. Ready? One, two,
5: three. three. Ha! Gotcha!
3: Hey, you shot me in the back. That's
5: right. That's your good side.
0: (laughs) There's something indelible about the first of anything. We always remember the first kiss, the first love, the first home together. Rob and Vicki Lewis are young newlyweds with their future ahead of them. And a new modern one-bedroom apartment as their first home. It's so new, in fact, that they are the first to move into the building. Or are they?
1: What they don't know yet is, there's a man in 211 managers of the apartment building, you'll naturally have some responsibilities to the tenants once they start moving in. Mr. Natal, you'll want to screen all applicants, right? That's right, my boy. You can't be too careful in who you rent to these days. I spell out every detail in the lease. No children or pets. It's all there in black and white.
4: Rob, honey, come look.
1: Oh, excuse me. (laughs) Surely. Isn't
3: this the cutest kitchen you've ever seen? The whole apartment, it's perfect. Oh, we're going to be so happy. I just hope we can afford to stay. Of course we can. We're both working. Dickie Rob <laughs> Oh, wait a minute, the
2: owner's still here
1: <coughs> I, uh, I really must be going, so perhaps we can finish up Mrs. Lewis, you like it? Oh, I love it Well, no reason you shouldn't <laughs> I wish I'd had something like this when I first got married We'll
3: be the best managers you've ever had
1: I'm sure you will, dear You know, this is a thrill for me, helping young married people like you get off to a good start Pretty soon the whole block will be filled with nice young couples You should have seen it here before my company bought up the property. Nothing but shacks. Well, you've got everything but the keys. Uh, This is the master key. Mm -hmm. There are two sets for each unit, so that's 25 in all. Mr. Lewis, I have your number at work. You know how to reach me. One of you will be here every day between 9 and 6, right? Hmm? That's right, yes. Good. You'll be getting your phone when? Uh, Tomorrow, they said. That's fine.
2: Well, enjoy.
3: Goodbye, Mr. Natar.
2: Goodbye. (laughs) Vicky. he's gone. Rob,
3: what did you tell him? Well,
2: I said you were the fairy princess and I used to be a frog. No,
3: no, no. I mean about working. Doesn't he know I'm a school teacher? A
2: substitute teacher. But
3: I won't be here every day. I'm not going to stop teaching. Well,
2: we'll work something out. I'll talk to Mr. Hanson in the morning. Without me, he's got no one to manage his restaurant. Oh, baby, don't look so glum. Once I'm accepted to law school, we won't have to worry about the future.
3: I don't know if I married you because I love you or if I just fell for your prince charming routine. (laughs) Ribbit,
2: ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. <laughs> 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 Do you mean it? Of course it's not. Uh...
4: <laughs> Damn
2: that man.
4: I'd like
3: to pour hot coffee right in his lap.
2: What's the matter, Marie? You got a picky customer?
3: Mr. Lewis, if this piece of meat was any rarer, I'd have to lead it in on a rope. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's been that kind of a day. Well, you go have Cookie Fry up another one. You'll be off soon.
3: You look about as tired as I feel. Don't you ever go home?
2: Uh, have you been talking to my wife?
3: I don't need to. I'm a woman.
2: Well, get in the kitchen, woman.
3: Oh, ain't you the one.
2: <laughs> good evening, Hansons. Paul. Yes? Vicky. Honey, why are you still there? Oh, Hanson's late as usual. I can't leave. We're really packed. Now, you understand, don't you? Go ahead and eat without you, then. Well, I'm sorry, honey. I... Vicky? Vicky? Yeah, <laughs> let's see. Bills. Bills. Ah, here it is. Yeah, let's see. Yeah. Uh... Dear Mr. Lewis, because of the overwhelming number of qualified applicants who have sent transcripts to our graduate law department, we are unable to consider your application at this time. What? What's the idea of hanging up on me? I didn't
3: hang up. We were cut off. Oh, come on. I called back and you were gone.
2: Well, I don't know whether to hug you or slug you. Come here, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Hanson walked in right after we talked. I'm going on nights starting Monday.
3: Oh, honey. Nights? Well, then we'll never see each other. What can I do? We've been married over a month and we're strangers in our own home. I
2: know, I know. Well, at least you'll be able to get out during the days. I'm sure the blackboard erasers need cleaning.
3: we are more important than my going back to work.
2: Uh, we'll stay home together. Great. We can read menus to each other all day long.
3: Oh, not another one.
2: Yeah. That's four rejections, two to go. Looks like the only way I'll get into court is to be arrested.
3: Honey, don't be down. Our first tenants moved in today.
2: Really? Well, who are they? What are
3: they like? Well, it's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Myers. They're a little older than I thought they'd be. How old are they? In their 60s. He's retired.
2: 60s? Well, what about Natov's speech about nice young couples?
3: (laughs) How many young couples can afford this rent?
2: One less than Natov thinks. Are you awake? Huh?
3: Listen. Listen, someone's walking around the upstairs apartment.
2: Oh, maybe our, our tenants have insomnia.
3: Honey. What? The Myers are in apartment 106 down the hall. There's somebody else upstairs. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Know-It-All here, the man who knows everything about everything.
4: Uh, what was so amazing about Pavo the flying fence?
3: He couldn't fly, and he came from Dusseldorf. Finished? Hello, Mr. Know-It-All.
4: How old is the oldest man?
3: 145.
4: He's 137.
3: He's 145. He lies about his age to keep working. Hello, Mr. Know-It-All.
5: Do you know what you get as standard equipment on the Mustang II? Hey, you got me. With Mustang II, you get an easy on-gas four-cylinder engine, four-speed shift, bucket seats, even a tachometer, All standard. I didn't know that which is the best-selling car? Camaro, Firebird, Barracuda, Challenger, Javelin, or Mustang 2? Uh, well... Uh, <laughs> Mustang 2 outsells all those other cars combined. Gee, I didn't know that either. Yeah, well, now that you know, stop in at your local Ford dealer.
2: Over the last five years, Ford dealers have sold more small cars, cars with wheelbases of less than 112 inches than any other single group of dealers in America. Come see your local Ford dealer, East Small Car Headquarters. <coughs> Hello, the uh, former Mr. Know-it-all. Uh, Yes. Uh, good morning, Mr. Myers. I'm Rob Lewis, the manager.
5: Oh, yes. Yeah, I met your pretty wife yesterday. Uh, everything's fine, just fine. Come in and meet the missus.
2: Oh, I can't just now. I'm on my way to work.
5: Well, after work, then, you and your wife stop by for a cup of tea. Uh, Louise and I always have tea before bed. Uh, my name's John, by the way. Uh, isn't tea isn't a stimulant? Uh, doesn't it keep you awake Oh <laughs> Nonsense. Say, after 9 o'clock, the atom bomb couldn't get me up.
2: Mm. Well, what about your wife?
5: Son, we've been married going on the year forty.
2: Now, don't you think I'd know my wife's sleeping habits by this time? Yes, I guess so. You guess? So, so neither of you were up around three this morning? <laughs> no, sir. No way. I'll leave the dishes, Vicky. I'll get them later.
3: Oh, catch me, Prince. I'm going to faint.
2: Come on, we're going up.
3: What? Oh, wait, wait. I'll get a sweater.
2: No, you won't need it. We're only going down the hall. We've been invited to tea. <laughs>
5: So you're a schoolteacher. Well, that's wonderful. Do you take sugar or lemon? Sugar, please, two lumps. <laughs> and and sorry, the market's slumping like it is, right? Maybe we'll have to move to a cheaper place. We don't want to, though. As soon as a few more folks move into this building, why it won't be so lonely. It's too bad we. Where's your tea, John? Mr. Lewis? Thank you. I. Uh, I was just saying that to Rob, it's too bad we're not allowed to have pets here, at least till more people move in.
3: Well, somebody's breaking the rules around here.
2: Mrs. Myers?
3: I distinctly saw a big, long haired black cat prowling around outside this afternoon. What well, must have been a neighborhood cat. No. I found him up the stairs, although I must admit he was much faster than I.
2: What what cat? I didn't see any cat.
3: John, you were napping.
2: I was? Where did the cat go, Mrs. Myers?
3: Well, he walked very deliberately to the last apartment on the end and went inside.
2: How did he get in? The
3: door was open. He walked in. <phone rings> She's an old lady. Her, her mind was playing tricks on
2: her. They're like, we imagined we heard footsteps up here last night. Rob, I was home all day. I would have heard if there was anyone here, and I didn't. Hmm. That's funny. What is it? This end table. I could swear it was at that end of the couch last night. Well, oh, it was dark, wasn't well, it's it? It's dark now, too. Hmm. All oh, the windows are locked. Maybe I did leave the door
3: open. Honey, let's go.
2: Uh, I want to look in the kitchen.
3: Oh, all right. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty
2: Oh, now you're Here, being silly Yeah, I guess I am well, Maybe I'm working too hard Well, let's... Whoops. Okay What do you say now? What is it? Well, take a look That's as real as we are, honey I just kicked over a saucer of milk
3: No answer?
2: That's yeah, busy you want me to stay home today?
3: Well, do you want to? I'm, I'm so confused.
2: Well, there has to be some reasonable explanation for this. Now, we've got two keys to that apartment. What is it, 211? Mm-hmm. Natov's got one. Oh, I don't know. This whole setup is weird. Those tenants, this place, everything. What'll we do? Well, I'm going into work. I'll try to reach Natov from there. Now, you call me if anything strange goes on around here, okay? Okay. Now, you promise? I promise. All right, well, I'd better run. Goodbye, baby. Goodbye, Have a good day.
3: (sighs) Hi, Mr.
4: Rosenberg. Hello, Vicki. Come in.
3: Just
6: try some and see how Matus Rosé feels at home on a yacht. a backpack, motorhome, whatever you've got.
4: Matusse Rosé, you like it a lot. Try
2: some and you'll see. Matusse is a rosé wine imported from the old world to go with everything good. It has a light, easy-to-like taste, so it makes good food even better. Good people, friendlier, and good times. Well, just try some and see. Try some and you'll see. Imported by Draper's Ashby and Company, New York, New York. To be any kind of wine you want it to be.
3: Mr. Rosenberg, I wish you'd make up your mind. First you tell me you do want my husband to know about you, and you disappear. Then you deliberately allow Mrs. Myers to see Rudy, so she'll tell Rob, and you set out a saucer of milk. I, I don't understand.
4: But you do trust me.
3: Well, you've been practically my only company since we moved in. I, I like
4: you, Mr. Rosenberg, but I don't know that I trust you. I've kept my word. I told you that you'd have tenants. I even told you what their names would be and how old they were. Yes, you did, but... and. I promise you, Vicky. What I said about your husband will happen, too. He will be accepted to law school, mark my word. But uh, you must go along with me just a little longer.
3: Why not go directly to Mr. Natov? He's the one you want to see.
4: Mr. Natov is a very tricky fellow. You must know that by now. Well, he is a little hard to reach. And I must see him. But it must be done this way. You'll see why later. Mr. Rosenberg, I don't know how much longer I can go on lying to my husband. Please bear with me one more day, just one day. My newspaper has to come today. Good afternoon, Hanson. Rob Lewis,
3: please. Mr. Lewis is gone for the day. Yes. Would you know where he went? This is his wife. Well, honey, he said if he called to tell you he was going to see the man. What man did he say? He you knows something he told me, but I can't remember. Was it Natal, Mr. Natal? Well, that's it. That's the
4: man he said.
3: Thank you.
0: Thank you very much. Irresponsible, <laughs> man.
3: Yes? Oh, Mr. Nato. Hey,
1: Mrs. Lewis, I'd like to have a word with you.
3: Where's Rob?
1: I have no idea. What? I spoke to your husband on the telephone. He told me people have been moving in. An old couple. Uh,
3: Myers? He sounds surprised.
1: I sent no one by that name to this apartment building. You didn't? Absolutely not. Our agreement was that I would screen all tenants. Oh,
3: but I thought they sent. Where them. are they? Oh, apartment 106, but they were not an hour ago. So what's that? Who's upstairs? But didn't Rob tell you? Where is my husband? But tell me what? There's a man in 211. Rob?
2: Jackie?
3: In here, honey. I've got a surprise for you.
2: Oh, am I really steamed. I finally got Natov on the phone, arranged to meet him downtown, and he didn't show. I stuck my neck out, walked off the job, and he didn't show. Rob, honey, look. Oh, what's
3: that? It came today. It's from the university. You've been accepted to the law school. Hey, that's great. <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> that? Oh, honey, stay here.
2: Oh, don't tell me you don't hear that. Rob, don't go
3: up there. Oh, you stay here. No, no, don't. It, it's none of our business. It, it's Mr. Natov.
2: Oh, good. I want to give him a piece of my mind. Ah!
3: Don't break the door down. Use the key.
2: What on earth? There's nothing here. What happened to the furniture? Well, where's all that commotion? That scream? Where's Natov? I'm calling the police. Why? Why? Because some strange things are going on around here. What's the matter with you, Vicky? You can see, you heard. Noises in the night, phantom cats, oddball tenants, disappearing furniture. What is this? A conspiracy to drive me crazy? If it is, it's working. If you know something I don't, well, tell me. There was a man here. What man? Why didn't you tell me before
3: this? I couldn't. Mr. Rosenberg, well, that's his name. He could see into the future.
2: Uh-huh. Well, maybe you ought to lie down.
3: It's true. Where are you going?
2: Back downstairs. I'm calling a cop and a doctor. What are you going
3: to tell the police? We, we don't know what
2: happened. Well, you tell them what you know about Mr. Rosenberg. I can't make sense out of anything. Especially this newspaper that was sitting outside of Meyer's apartment. Who knows what happened to them?
3: Hey, isn't that a picture of Mr. Natoff? And that's Mr. Rosenberg. Tenanceer and squatter killed in shootout. Hmm? Prominent land developer Leonard Natov, 46, was shot to death today by a man who refused to leave his condemned house. Ben Rosenberg, 64, dropped Natov with one shot, then turned his 22 caliber rifle on himself. Both men were pronounced dead at the scene.
2: (gasps) Let me see... Hiss judge under fire as U.S. moves for retrial. Alger Hiss? Where did this paper come from?
3: It was delivered today. Mr. Rosenberg.
2: You say you saw this Mr. Rosenberg?
3: Yes, many times.
2: And he could see into the future?
3: Yes, he, he knew about the Myers coming and your letter of acceptance.
2: Honey, I, I believe you, but this newspaper. Look at the date. Saturday, July nine.
6: 1949. Now we're and pitch And I'll never get rich But I've learned me a lesson or two You judge a good man By the dirt on his hands And beech nuts that the you chew Since I was a kid anything thing that I did helped teach me what I'm telling you you fight it's to win When you're right, don't give in And beechnut's Nuts, the tobacco you chew the great thing about being raised around here Is they raise you on beechnut, Nuts, chewing tobacco Like they say, beechnut's Nuts, the tobacco to chew Because it just keeps on getting better moisture, more satisfying Beech Nuts, all you ever need to learn About chewing tobacco Now, Poppy he might yell But he taught us kid well And most things he said, I still do I live by my word. Don't repeat what I've heard, and beat snut the tobacco I chew.
0: I'm Rod Serling. Close your eyes, exercise your imagination, and join us again on our next presentation of
1: The Zero Hour. "There's a Man in 211" is an original radio drama by like Kim Weiskopf. Lyle Wagoner was heard as Bob Lewis. Featured in the cast were Jane Webb, Frank Nelson, Jay Joston, Bill Keen, and Diana Hale. Zero Hour, created by J.M. Colas, directed by Don Hills, is produced in Hollywood for the Mutual Broadcasting System by Radio Productions Incorporated. Music is composed and conducted by Stanley D. Hoffman.